This episode of New Old Friends is brought to you by Mission Bar. Mission Bar, everybody's located at 302 North Main Street in beautiful Santa Ana, California. And I wish I was in town so I can watch the fucking uh, Conor McGregor versus Cowboy fight dude, this weekend, dude. This weekend. Yeah, man, on Saturday. Mission Bar would have been the fucking place to watch it, too, man. Vanessa's going to have it? Yeah, they're going to have the fight. So if you guys want to go watch the fight and enjoy some really good craft beers, go to Mission Bar, my boys yeah. and gals Get at and it. others. And pets. And pets. No, don't bring your pets. <laughs> yeah. That was that was loud, dude. You're a dick. <laughs> Yo, dude, I got fucking blasted too. <laughs> it's a double whammy. A double whammy, dude. We're both fucking deaf now. <laughs> what? What? Huh? A squirrel. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, to everybody. Another episode of your mom's favorite podcast, Mikey's. I mean, uh, new old friends. Yeah. With my name's Mike. You could find me on Instagram under Mike underscore IZL, and you could find my BFF Joe Jill. At <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what up, guys? My, you know, like always, my my uh, my name is Joseph, and you can find me at Joseph Padilla Official on the Insta of Grams. That sounds really official. It's really official. It's super official, dude. It's like when I type in Joseph, if it doesn't say official, then I'm not clicking on it. No, you can't follow that guy, dude. (laughs) That guy's an imposter, and I'm trying to get that account taken down, you know? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. So in case you're wondering uh, what's up with the episode on on Wednesday at 1 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we kind of, uh, yeah, we had a rough week last week. Um, Everybody, Everybody was sick. Yeah, dude, I was fucking sick as a dog, man. Um, what happened? You had the flu, right? And your tonsils were shot, or yeah, dude, my throat was like you're gonna hear it on the episode. Like I'm, I'm, per- my voice is like gone, man. Like um, I'm finally recovering, but then, um, yeah, like you know, we just I was super sick, and we came in and recorded the podcast, and then Monday and Tuesday, me and Mike were out of the off, uh, out of town. Yeah, get out so, of town. Which uh, we, we couldn't did. record the intro. Yeah, we needed to get out of town. Yeah. We had some we had some warrants we had to go take care of real quick. Yeah, we're in beautiful Las Vegas. Las Vegas, baby. Yeah, we uh, drove past uh, the new Raiders stadium, huh? Dude, it looks pretty cool, dude. What, what did we say? It was Casa de Don Bader. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. That was pretty good. I like that. No, but it looks it looks super good, man. Like that stadium's gonna be sick. They're gonna have some dope shit in there besides um. What do they play? What, what Raiders or what? Like baseball? What is that? No, it's hockey. Oh, yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. But yeah, the stadium looks almost, it looks more than, it looks kind of complete, right? For the most part, yeah. Like, um, it, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much more work they have on the inside, 
But the outside seemed almost done, you know? Yeah. I think there's still, like, a little chunk of the outside wall missing. But um, it, it's going to look sick, dude. Yeah, for sure. It, Vegas is just hitting it hard right now. Yeah, there's um, a lot of construction going on. Yeah. And, like, they have that hockey team. They have the Raiders. And mm-hmm. uh, they got the haters. They got the haters. <laughs> the <laughs> bladers. The haterades. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, while out there, we went to this awesome tiki bar called, uh, what is it called? The Golden Tiki? The Golden Tiki. Yeah. yeah that place was cool, man. Right? I'm happy we went when it wasn't, like, packed. Yeah. Because um, you actually get to, like, enjoy it and see all the, like, the random ass shit mm-hmm. and it kind of had a little bit of like a what do we say like a pirate vibe too right yeah not a butt pirate but just like a pirate vibe <laughs> but the pirate what but the pirate yeah <laughs> yeah it was cool um uh so that was my first time going oh i might have been there i, I might have been like super hammered you know and at least you remember this time yeah. yeah i remember this time and it was cool uh because last time i went there was for viva las vegas and mm-hmm. uh slim and popeye were in there and they're like, yeah, dude, uh, come kick it. So I showed up, and I'm I'm in line. And the second I'm about to go in, these fools walk out. Yeah. Hey, dude, we're leaving. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Hey, dude, we're gone, bro. But uh, I recommend, uh, what did we have? The Painkiller. Yeah, the Painkiller was really good. Painkiller was pretty bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that band that was playing was pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was so weird. I've never seen a guitar player just walk around. Dude, this guy's playing guitar on Bluetooth. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. dude, it was so weird because, like, like, cause it wasn't packed at all, and I was like at the very front, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like right in front of me, like just playing guitar, <laughs> just like locked eyes. Yeah, with I'm you. like, dude, what do I do? Do I look at it to the guitar? Like, yeah. do I look at his fingers? Or look at his neck. Yeah, do I like lock in on his nipples? <laughs> you know. So I just stared at the drummer, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. And like in the middle of one of the songs, it like, like, was it the middle? Of the I think it was the end. So like the song ended, and then like the drummer was like where's our guitar player and the dude was like running down like from the other <laughs> side of the bar he's yeah. like yo right here what's up yeah he's over there trying to make out yeah he's just staring locking eyes at all the dudes yeah the hot dudes in vegas yeah. <laughs> but we're back baby <laughs> yes yeah, so on this episode it was a uh, we i had i had a good time uh like uh nikki was one of the first persons that i wanted to get on the podcast for sure top five um and i'm happy that she finally made her way over here mm-hmm and uh, as you'll hear in this podcast, Nikki has a unique set of skills, mm-hmm. you know? She's a license to beekeep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she's a beekeeper. Uh, yeah, so she's, um, yeah, she's not your, you know, what you think a beekeeper is, you know? We kind of yeah. talked about it a little bit, how, like, you think of a beekeeper as, like, an older dude with a beard and just, like... yeah um and but no she's she's she yeah she's a beekeeper she's a head beekeeper for backyard bees yeah um yeah super cool company and um I ha- you know uh like i posted on the story like a little short video of like what they do but it, they make a bunch of cool products man yeah and um yeah i just get to hear a little bit story a little bit about like what the company does what they offer because they, they do a lot of stuff for the community as well and mm-hmm. um so yeah we hope you guys enjoy the episode and uh, maybe learn, you know. Oh, you're gonna learn some cool facts if you don't know anything about bees. Oh, you learn today. Oh, you go, you go learn today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we hope you guys uh, enjoy it, and um, you know, like always, you know, like, subscribe, share it to your friends, um, and um, you know, 
DM us if you guys have any suggestions for anybody that you think would be cool to come on the podcast. You know, we're always looking for interesting people to come on here and kind of, you know, um, have them like tell their story, you know, get a little bit more exposure and that they more than they normally would. Yeah. And uh, to add to that, we have a ton of uh, awesome people just like Nikki and every everyone else that have been on this podcast lined up. Um, so stay tuned. And again, we appreciate you tuning in to us. Uh, one more thing, a couple of things going on this weekend. We have birds and the bees going down with our boy, Isaac yeah, dude, Pelayo. Sick show, yeah. I'm excited to go to that, you know? Yeah. So, cool, so check out Isaac on Instagram, um, or, you know, on our, on our, on our, uh, yeah, on our Instagram page, we tagged them. Also to a uh, paradise road show. It's a show out there in Palm Springs or homegirl, uh, Audrey Law mm. puts it together. Uh, it's vintage motorcycles. I think last year it was so dope. The butter tones were there. Yeah. And, uh, dude, we raged and it was amazing. So yeah. check that out. Yeah. That'd be sick to get Audrey on here too. Talk about the show. And, yeah. You know how that whole thing came about. Yeah. She's, she's a pretty badass, um, Harley rider person too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy the show. And uh, sorry for uh, being late. And, uh, yeah, forgive Joseph's uh, raspy smoker voice. Yeah. It's a lot of cigarettes <laughs> and pancakes. Dude. Uh, smoking a pancake? Yeah, smoking, huh? <laughs> Dude, that was crazy. Before we, uh, before we close out and go into the episode... Uh, so I finally registered my Chevy. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So like the only tag that I had with her was like 2018 and it skips 19 and yeah. 2020. It's straight up 2021. <laughs> yeah. My car's in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I did finally, you know, went at DMV and uh, lucky for me, my buddy uh, Nick's mom was there. She works there. So she's all like, oh yeah. She told the homeboy like I was her nephew and I'm all, gracias tia, you know? Yeah. And dude, I was in and out. And, uh, yeah, so I drove my Chevy to the structure here in uh, downtown. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> dude, all the fucking alarms are going off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recorded a video of my fucking mic, dude. It's like four or five cars went off their alarm. Yeah, dude. And you're just like, oh. I feel like a douche, you know? Yeah, fuck it. It's all good, bro. It's yeah. all good. Fuck it. Well, the girl next to me liked it, you know, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. That was a dude. Same thing. He had long hair. She was. He was super hot. Yeah, that's what matters. That's all that matters. Brownie, brownie points. <laughs> oh, man. Good shit. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, have an awesome rest of your day. Peace. I came from the mud. There's dirt on my hands. Strong like a tree. There's roots where I stand. Oh, I've been running. Joe, your phone's not on silent, bro. Um, listen, dude. I thought I turned my phone off. <laughs> You're such a novice. <laughs> hey, dude. I'm sick and I'm high as shit. That's not my cup. That's not my cup. <laughs> All right, we're good to what go. What are you high on? Huh?
Me? <laughs> what did they give you? <laughs> High on life. 800 milligram ibuprofen, you know what I mean? <laughs> that purple drink. I'm living on the edge, baby. <laughs> I like your style. That's why you're my friend, yeah. Because I'm a drug addict or what? Yeah, you're my connect. Okay, <laughs> 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 All right, so introdu- uh, I figured like since we're not going to have music, you can just introduce yourself. I'll introduce myself. There's no music? Well, I mean, nobody submitted music, so. <gasps> we could find music. <sighs> Sing a song right now. Me? Yeah. These eyes. <laughs> Come on, dude. You're supposed to back me up, man. <laughs> you just snorted in the mic. <laughs> oh my god! I keep going, keep going. Oh my lord! No, what going. is up, everyone? Welcome back to New Old Friends Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm here with. Uh, my name is Joseph. Sick Joseph. Sick Joseph. Joseph had the flu for what? I don't know. Seems like eternity at this point. Oh my lord! How are you feeling right now? I'm all right. I'm doing pretty good. This uh, mead. Um, it is called, what's it called? <laughs> it's called Bad and Fuji. Oh, my Lord. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good now. From the Honey Pot Meadery, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're really, we're really stoked to introduce our homegirl, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Mikey. How are you guys doing? Hi. Hi. How you doing, though? <laughs> Shoot. Hey, it's so crazy because I feel like um, you tune into like all of our podcasts and you always tell us, dude, like that was cool. And now you're here right now. I know. You guys have had so many cool people on. And I'm like, okay, mm. can I live up to that? Can I do it? De- <laughs> so I'm going to try my best. Definitely. That's you're why you're definitely here. cooler than both of us. So don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. You're, you're, well, you're I know the- I have that for me. But, uh, <laughs> That's what matters. <laughs> So yeah, Nikki is actually um man, like um so we met through work, right? Mm-hmm. And then um because of that then I learned a little bit about you and learned about what you did and then um it like insp- you your story pretty much like inspired me and then I went out and we shot that short film. Um, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I mean, we did get into a few film festivals because of that film. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Whatever. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, same. I feel um, like you're tooting your own horn here. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair, though. I'm pretty sure my mom cried watching it, so you won already. Yeah. Yeah. I think no, that movie, or that little video turned out yeah. great. It was I really, it was really dope. nice. I think everybody cried. That video was so beautiful. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nikki, again, we're super stoked that you made it out here. And uh, I was telling you earlier, when we started this podcast, like, you were a given. Like, you weren't even a question, of, you know, about, as, as far as, like, you coming to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, now you're here, and thank you so much for uh, making time for us. Of course. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> I'll try hey, not to make too many. I'm all about puns. the dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Nikki, you're here because I, me and Joe, feel like you're so amazing, and you are probably one of the only persons that we know that does what you do. So, for the people listening right now, what do you do? So, um, I do a little bit of everything, but I am a beekeeper, the head beekeeper for Backyard Bees. But I also make lotions and balms and soaps and sell at the Orange Farmer's Market every Saturday. I do bee rescues. I do pretty much everything for the company. So, yeah, that's what I do full time. That's like super unique. Taking care of bees. Taking care of 
business. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's funny too. Like when I when I tell people about you, they they're always like, "Wait, that's a she? That's a woman?" I'm like, yep, "Yeah, right. she's a beekeeper." And she, they're like, "Wait, how old is she?" Right. Like she's pretty young, and they're like, they have like this weird notion that like beekeepers are like old men old, with beards, fat, white dudes, yeah. beards. You know, that's what everybody expects. Yeah. When I talk to people at the farmers market, they're like, "Wait, you're the one that does this?" I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. Any question you have, I can answer it. I do mm-hmm. it all. So, but they, they don't expect it, and especially not here in Orange County. Yeah, because yeah. I do basically suburban beekeeping. So. We don't move them around for pollination. They're all just in larger properties throughout the county, and I take care of them and get some honey. Yeah, yeah. sick. I will let you know, Joe, that the bee, the the worker bees are all female, right? Yes. And if you didn't already know that, I think you probably did because you've been out in the suit two times now. <laughs> oh, actually. oh yeah, you know they they come on stinging for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> you had a better time the second time yeah, than the, the first. Second, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Nikki was saying that if you've ever been stung by a bee, it's more than likely. No, it's it? always a female. Oh, the males God. don't even have stingers. <laughs> no. So yeah, yeah, they they don't do much. Mm. So so what do the the males do for people that don't know? Like, like what, what is their role? Like I was telling Mikey, the short answer is nothing. Ooh. The long answer is <laughs> the birds and the bees. Oh. They basically... Isaac Palaya? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I was listening to that today. I was like, wow, their last one was birds and the bees. And yeah. now you just have the bees. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I have chickens. So like Mind blown. Birds. <laughs> now we need to get know. somebody who's a bird watcher to come on <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they mate with queens from other hives and they die in the process. So they just like explode. Yeah, she was. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> mind blown. Literally, oh, is that good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was telling me that uh, once, like the 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 bees, the female bees, get fed up with the guys, they'll like kick them out, right? In the winter time, so like when there's not enough food to go around, they're like, okay, well, you guys don't work in here, so you're out. So they'll literally drag them out of the hive, and they're like, you're out in the cold. And That's you, it. you've seen this before? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's pretty yeah. common. Yeah. <laughs> And not even pack bags. Huh? No, go, go no kick you rocks. get nothing. Go yeah. kick rocks, huh? Where do, um, so during like the winter, like what what do bees do like to stay warm? I guess. Yeah. So here they're actually really spoiled because we live in Southern California yeah. and our winters are like sixty degrees on average during the day, which is still warm enough for them to go out and fly and forage. So it's actually possible for me to get honey all year round. Nice. But it's not as likely during this time of year. But other parts of the country where it snows, beekeepers actually have to like hunker them down for the winter, like tuck them in with a a blanket and just try to keep them warm so that they actually survive through the winter. And they just go around in a little ball and eat honey throughout the hive and hope they make it to spring. Oh, so they like clump together? It's like, to basically a hibernation, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. Here they don't have to, though. They can mm-hmm. forage year-round. Yeah. yeah. Nikki was saying that the male bees go surfing throughout the day, so that's pretty yeah. tight. They just like, they do what they want. Yeah. You know, they're Cali bees. Yeah. <laughs> go, <laughs> go sunbathing. Yeah. Whatever they want. Breath. And then maybe go find a queen. Yeah. Damn. If like, they're lucky. Or like unlucky. Story. <laughs> story. It's Mike's life story. Pretty much. Yeah, go surfing during the day and go find a queen at night, you know? Don't go mate though, because yeah. <laughs> you know what happens. Well, that's why I'm not in Mexico. That's why I'm here right now. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nikki, uh, again, like what you do is so unique. How did you get into it? What tell us that? Yeah, so definitely unique what I do and not what I expected I would be doing. 
I was studying environmental science at Chapman, and I was just looking for a company to get some credits for, for class. So they sent out an email that they were looking for an intern. And I was the kid that would like run and cry from bees. Like I was not a fan. And for some reason, it really caught my eye. And I think the first day, Janet had me just picking fruit and showed me the honey house, just showed me around. And so for that semester, I was pretty much just bottling honey, that sort of thing. Took a semester off for my capstone and then came back in the summer and said, hey, I'm available to help if you still need some. And that's when I started to learn how to beekeep. The following fall, uh, we got asked to be at the Orange Farmer's Market. And that's when it, really when I took on more responsibility to help with the company because I had to go there, set up, and then make sure we had product made for the next weekend. So I really took on more, more responsibility. And that farmer's market has just been the best thing for us. It's I used to shop there, so it's really fun for me to be there and talk to everybody. And like I said, I do everything. So if anybody has a question, I can answer any of it. And I love it. Love it. I always see you working there. So the farmer market that's in, at at the orange at Orange, right? That's yeah, it's kind of near the Circle. It's off Cypress and Palm, kind of near the train tracks. Every when? Saturday, nine to one. So come visit. It's a lot of fun. I get all my food there. And it's cool too, because like um, from what you told me before, it's um, because like all the honey is local. You mm-hmm. also like. You know, eating the honey from the county, like, it does help with, like, local, local like, allergies. allergies and stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. And if it doesn't help with that, at least it's delicious. Yeah. So, and it really is good. Yeah. <laughs> and every every jar is different because we have bees, like, in every city in the county almost. And it changes throughout the year, the color and the flavor, just depending on what's in bloom. So every jar that you buy is going to be unique. And I always put what city the honey was harvested from on top. So you know exactly where it came from, but people will try to come back and get the same jar, and it's yeah. it's never going to be there. It's never like, going to be the same. It's a one-off piece. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. looking for the Compton one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that, dude. You don't want that. They're all good. <laughs> so you mentioned Janet. Is she like your Mr. Miyagi? Yeah. <laughs> she taught you everything yes. you know. Yeah, she uh, she's the best, and she's basically retired We'll put it this way. She's a great grandma. Like she is the coolest person ever though. Like she makes me not afraid of getting older because she does whatever she wants when she wants to. And she doesn't take shit from anybody. So uh, that's the biggest thing I've learned from her is just to kind of like stand up for myself and all that. But she is so cool. I've learned everything about beekeeping from her and business because I didn't go to business school. I've had to learn how to do the bookkeeping. I, literally do everything which i love i love so i feel like i was i fit in perfectly and without this without me joining the company she said she wouldn't be doing it anymore so i really found her at the right time that's sick yeah and she really is like a a pretty cool person too like the little time that i've spent with her she she's pretty cool yeah she definitely is like inspiration to be like hey dude if you get older fuck it like yeah that's life you know what i mean like why should it like bring you down and like stop you from like living just you keep know doing what you want to do yeah it's, yeah it's so cool man and her house is like beautiful her back oh my is beautiful. gosh yeah well i live two doors down now too yeah. so i get to be over there all the time go on walks with her and her family who lives next door mm-hmm. so like her daughter her granddaughter and her great-grandson live right next to me so we go on walks every morning and that's awesome they help me with my chickens and mm-hmm. they're just they're the coolest they're another family for me so I'm very spoiled, very lucky. And she doesn't care when I come to work what I do because she knows I'm going to get it done. So I'm 
spoiled. <laughs> no, yeah, it's definitely like a, it seems like you guys definitely found each other at like the right time. Oh, it was you know? perfect. Yeah, because she's had a lot of other business partners and it, this is just the most refined it's ever been for her. It's much simpler now. She can rely on me. I've got a key to their house. Like she just trusts me to do everything and I do because I love it and I want to. So it works out perfectly for both of us. Yeah. I think that says a lot about you because um, like you are amazing. I think you get what you throw out there. So I think you're like such a good person that all, because of that, like all these good things are happening to you. And like it's well deserved because you are fucking cool. So I'm really <laughs> happy for that. you. A lot of people do good things though. And I just feel like I'm just extra lucky. So. But I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very like, fortunate. Stop, but to keep have coming, that. stop. No, no, I mean, like, I'll take the luck that I've been given. Like, I don't always feel like I deserve it because I just, like I said, feel super spoiled. But I'll enjoy it while I have it because just, you never know. Yeah. Just take it for what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's yours. Yeah. You know, so. I'm really enjoying it. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. So I'm hoping to stay around in this business as long as I can. Mm. So. Yeah, because you do a lot of, like we mentioned in the in the stories, like you do a lot of like talks and stuff too and like yeah. tours. Yeah, homeschool groups, a lot of homeschool groups come by, Girl Scouts. And then like today, Janet's sister came by with a big group of friends and was showing everybody around. So people just come by all the time and come check it out. And um, yeah, it's a lot of fun showing everybody around and yeah, showing them my office, quote unquote. It's yeah. not much of an office. It's just the honey house. Uh, pretty cool <laughs> office. Yeah. It sounds cute. pretty. It's it sounds, very cute. Sounds pretty sweet. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> More bee puns. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does your day to day look like? Obviously, like me and Joe have a different job, and you know we do something different than what you're doing. So, what does that look like for you? Yeah, it's definitely not a nine to five. It's um, whenever I get in to whenever the work is done, and every day is different. Every season's different. Like the winter time, I was making a lot of product, like I said, lotions, bombs, soaps, because people were buying a lot of gifts for Christmas and mm-hmm. the holidays. Springtime's coming up, which means a ton of swarms. So I'll be doing a lot of swarm catching. So we, people will call us and we do charge for our service because I have to, I have to make a living. But yeah, of course. Um, they call us. I, all of my hives are acquired through swarms or bee removals. So I'll go collect the bees, comb if there is some, but not in a swarm, and then relocate them to a place, one of my locations where I can raise them up for honey. So I have about 100 hives, and all of them are acquired that way. And then uh, summertime is like when I collect most of the honey. Fall, we do a lot of tour groups. So each season, I really work with the seasons, which is a lot of fun, and I'm always anticipating the next one and trying to enjoy the one that I'm in. But working with the seasons has been a lot of fun and working outdoors. So to answer your question, every day is different. I could get a call randomly and say, I need this bee removal or whole f- we actually sell at Whole Foods as well. So like they could email us and say they have an order. So I go run out and do that. So yeah, it's just uh, day by day. I take it every day. So you guys are a two-man band? Yeah. <laughs> I two do. women. Band. Yeah, yeah. So to go back to the hive thing where it's like all female, same with the business. It's women own and run. I do have one guy that helps me out one day a week, and it's basically to help me like carry all my equipment. I usually take him to go to the bigger locations where there's like seven to ten hives because it just makes it easier. It's a it's a lot of a yeah yeah a lot of equipment to carry too, especially if there's honey, because you could be carrying out 
like a hundred pounds or more. Yeah, so it's just simpler. Heavy, yeah. Loaded, man. Yes, it is. Those things are yeah. <laughs> so I don't have a gym membership. I uh, just, yeah, I just rely on the job. Well, so. Let's say I'm yoked, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I'm fucking ripped. <laughs> I just use it as an excuse to not go to the gym. <laughs> I hate the gym. <laughs> it's been I, working. I was gonna ask you, what's the process of removing a beehive? from from a location so it it depends like i said a swarm removal that means that they have just left a old hive and they're looking for a new home so usually they're just resting and they're full of honey they're just looking for a home so it's really simple they're looking for a home so if you shake that big clump of bees into a box they're likely going to just start going in there if They are in established hives, so like water meter boxes are really common, those green boxes in the ground. Mm -hmm. In a tree is not as common, but it happens. And then like birdhouses, what I would do is open it up, collect all the comb, and rubber band each piece of comb onto a vertical frame so that they stay standing up. And then I start to collect all the bees from there. Hopefully they'll be on the frame or the honeycomb as well. Look for the queen, because if you get the queen, they're more likely to all follow because they follow the scent. So yeah, then I close them up as best I can and throw them in my hatchback and hope they don't get out, which sometimes they do. And <laughs> and I drive them to their new home. And sometimes I'll have hundreds of bees in my back window. And I have a bee sticker on the back of my car, but people will pull up behind me and be like, what's going on in there? <laughs> and then they pull up next to me and they're pointing at the car. I'm like, they're like, there's bees. I'm like, I know. I'm You're in my in, like, suit. suit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. We're good. They're my homies. Yeah. We're cool. Most of the time, though, I won't even wear the veil because they're just trying to get out the back window. They're just uh-huh. going to the light. Yeah. They're like any other bug. They're, mm. They just want to go to the light. <laughs> yeah. So like think moth-like status. And uh yeah, once I get to the location, then they just kind of follow the box. But I heard the bees like uh, Steve Aoki. Is that what you bump for them as you're driving to the I new location? I always wonder what they want me to play in the car. I'm like, do they like podcasts? Are they going to get mad if I play the radio? Right. Like, what do I play? Can I play it loud? Like, new, new old friend's podcast, he starts singing. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'll see if they like it next time. Attacking the speakers. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know. Yeah, I don't like if I can hear them in the box I like or like hear them at the window, so I'll just turn it up just a little bit, but... Yeah, it's it's fun, and people don't expect. I've had people call me. They're like, "Hey, can you get this hive that's seventy feet up in my tree?" I'm like, "How? How would you like me to do that? I've got a hatchback. I can't even fit a ladder in my car. Like, you got to get me a boom or something." I'm get not Joseph that. next time. Yeah, I'll go on his shoulders. <laughs> no, dude, you should have seen him in his bee suit the first time because oh, yeah. he's like seven feet tall mm-hmm. and seven seven five <laughs> seven seven five <laughs> <laughs> this is <my> area code <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but he doesn't fit in our bee suits so he just put the veil over his head and kind of put his arms through zipped it down as much as he could and it's really hard to picture just explaining this but the rest was hanging like over his butt just kind of like flapping there yeah. and so he was like twerking and stuff and yeah it was it was pretty funny so he was getting stung in the thighs yeah. and uh yeah Dude, it hurts bro yeah he, he it was pretty tough though and mm-hmm. of course i didn't get stung because i was fully suited up with yeah. my boots and my double gloves mm-hmm. and yeah nikki goes like a but like when i saw her suit up <laughs> and then i saw my suit i was like yo Wait uh, a second. <laughs> 
I was like, wait a minute. Where are we going? <laughs> Why are you like wearing a hazmat suit? <laughs> I've gotten stung enough times, not a lot, but enough to um, yeah, keep myself safe. And I swell up pretty bad. So I avoid it at all costs. Yeah. Yeah, so I think like that's that's probably like one of the most like interesting like stories that you have is like uh is a time that you got stung like super bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you want to time you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So yeah, I've gotten stung like on the calf, which sucks because you're like walking around and like I said, I swell up really bad. Not everybody does, but I do. And I didn't find that out until after I was a beekeeper. And they're too interesting, so I can't quit now. And uh, so that one hurt because you're walking around on it. It's all swollen. I got stung in the ear. That wasn't fun. But the worst was about two years ago now. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but yeah. it was right on the eyelid. And, oh, my Lord. Uh, so, yeah, I was swollen shut for three days, couldn't open my eye. And then for a week, I couldn't work at the restaurant I was working at because they're like, yeah, people aren't going to want to eat after seeing you. So, <laughs> like, what does she eat? I don't want that. Yeah, that's the salad. I don't want the salad. Yeah. <laughs> I looked like an alien. Like one side I looked normal and then I'd turn and it was like <laughs> alien <laughs> style head. It was not cute. So You look like an MMA fighter, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 When I finally went out in public, I wore sunglasses because I didn't want to scare anybody. So yeah, I've learned my lesson and I haven't been stung bad at all in the past two years knock on wood like i'll get stung through the <laughs> through the suit randomly and they're not supposed to be able to sting through that so i'm like okay that one was mad yeah that one yeah. was really mad yeah she what did i say you said he oh shit my bad <laughs> blame it on the drugs i'm taking <laughs> <laughs> the b movies all wrong in case you guys were wondering how's those are all how well, those are all Jerry boys Seinfeld, you right you're a liar yeah they're all girls, all the worker bees. Why do you think I like the bees so much? <laughs> you like? Do you like being here right now? Nope. <laughs> What's? Because I know I can drag you out. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, it's a new old friends with Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you: What is the process of getting honey from the bees? And uh, before you answer, uh, people think you're stealing from the bees. So let's. Mm-hmm clear that up yeah no that's fair and i can understand that i probably would have thought the same thing and um pretty much how i have it set up it's a little bit technical talking about it but basically the lower two boxes i leave just for the bees for the queen to lay her eggs for them to collect honey and pollen and everything that they need to sustain themselves then i put a grate which is called a queen excluder which keeps the queen from laying eggs up into the third box which is where i collect the honey Mm -hmm. So up in the third box is just purely honey. If there's honey up there, that means there's extra, just right off the bat. And I will only take from up there. If there is honey, I will take some. If there's not, and there has to be enough, because even if there's not a lot of honey up there, I'm going to leave it because I'm going to be like, okay, there's still, we'll just leave it. But if there's a lot up there, I'll take it. And if there's not, then I don't even go into those lower two boxes unless I think I have a reason, if if something seems wrong with the hive. But if I see normal flow in and out of the hive, there's pollen coming in, all of that, then I just let them do their thing. Because if they can live out in the wild, which is where I've gotten them all, basically, you know, they're living in these random places, then they can live in my box and they don't need my help. So they got it. And during the spring, summertime is when they have extra honey. And like I said, I just take it when I can. And if not, just let them do their thing. I'm as least invasive as you possibly can be. Because like 
if you've ever seen a commercial beekeeper, it's very rough. They're like mixing up bees. A lot of bees get killed. They use antibiotics. They use miticides. They use all this gnarly stuff, which unfortunately they kind of have to, not that I agree with it, but they kind of have to, if you want to keep these hives healthy with all the stuff that they do, it's, it's really kind of rough. So our bees are really spoiled and they would have otherwise been exterminated. So yeah, yeah, I'm saving them and then just letting them do their thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do what they know best. So once you get the once you get the honey, uh, you mentioned you make products out of that, right? Yeah, I, I think you asked how I collect the honey. Yeah, so I collect the honey basically right there, and I bring it back to our honey house, and that's where I process it all. Basically, I just spin it in our extractor, and the honey flows out. I pass it through a mesh, and I collect all the little beeswax particles. But when I uncap the honey, I take all that beeswax, and I'll use it to make the lotions and balms and soaps, and we. It goes through a little bit of a cleaning process, but it's basically just heating it up and passing it through different layers of mesh to clean it. So it's just straight from the hive and yeah, it's nice and clean. Yeah. So one time I went to the farmer's market in Orange and I bought a sunblock from my mom. Mm, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. She loved it. So. Yeah. That sun, the sunscreen is really, really popular, which I was surprised because we just started making it so that we didn't have to buy sunscreen and normally all the ingredients in sunscreen is like, okay, what yeah. is that? That's yeah. kind of gross. So yeah, we, we make our own and it became really popular. So we, we sell a lot of those between that and the, the soaps are really popular as well. It, it blows my mind that you make all of these products. Yeah. And people think we like send it out to be made, but it's all made in house by me and Janet. Like Janet helps me with the soap, but everything else is just made by me. And then I hand bottle it, I hand label it. Um, actually, I just posted about it today, but Zug Monster, who you guys had on your podcast yeah, yeah. two episodes ago, yeah. they're the ones, Ulysses was the one that designed our logo and does all of our stuff, which is just crazy because yeah. you guys just had him on here. Yeah. And I asked Janet, I was like, after listening to the podcast, I was like, Janet, how did you find him? She's like, I don't know. We were looking for a graphic designer and we just walked into his office and I liked him. I was like, okay. <laughs> big shout out to a boy with Lisa. Yeah, because I, I was like, he deals. does all these like car shows and stuff. How the heck did you find yeah. my little boss? Like, it's yeah. so funny. So, so yeah, that's how that came to be, I guess. That's, awesome. that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> he's really yeah. cool. He's done, I mean, we get so many compliments on our labels. He's done a great job. And they're so high quality. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Ulysses. Hey. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, cause you guys even like, I know <clears throat> when I, sh when I went and I shot the video, like one of the biggest things that I saw was like, oh, you guys make chapstick. <laughs> and I was like, and Bianca's Everybody like a huge chapstick, chapstick person. So I was like, I need to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need <Yep>. a chapstick. <laughs> well, everybody needs like multiple chapsticks. Everybody loses yeah. them all the time. They're like, I sent mine through the wash. And so they come back for more all the time. Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah fun. you have to go. You have to go see her. Like, actually, make the products. Too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a really basic process. Like, yeah, people people ask me like, oh, how does this compare to Burt's Bees? I'm like, oh, it's so much better <laughs> <laughs> because people think Burt's Bees like they have bees. It's they're not. They got bought out by Clorox or Clorox. Like, they're not this yeah. little company. Yeah. We are. We're small. We're local. We have our own bees. Like they buy their beeswax. So yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Like, did you can buy them at like Shell in the in like the middle of the f- I five? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like you really think they're a small company? Come yeah, on, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know people still think so though. It's just I guess the look of the label or it used to be, so they still think it is. Yeah, but yeah, it's funny. It's funny. So you guys offer uh, tours, right, at your facility? Mm-hmm. What else do you guys offer hmm. at the facility? I guess it's mostly just the the tours. Yeah, what does yeah. the tour consist? So, like I said, it's usually homeschool or Girl Scouts, and sometimes the Girl Scouts are working on a specific badge. So, like, it's a, if it's a bug badge, we have, like, other bugs that we found on the ground and we save up and that sort of thing. We're kind of weird like that. But um, <laughs> we show them all the stuff that we've grown in the garden because Janet, they have a horse next door. So, like, the horse manure, you just throw it everywhere and everything grows like a weed. It's insane. <laughs> so, <laughs> her garden is beautiful. Things just pop up everywhere and... Um, Made me think that gardening was easy. It's not. If you've tried, it's not easy. <laughs> and I don't get anything. But <laughs> now that I use her soil, yeah. I do. Anyway, so we show them the garden and um, they get the kids get to go feed the chickens because she's got chickens, of course, and shows them all the different colored eggs. And now I have chickens too and everybody needs chickens. Anyways, then we show them the honey house and um, we go through like why bees are important for pollination and... Um, what a hive consists of and how we process the honey and the beeswax and the products that we make. So, And then we have a little store set up so people can buy things if they want. Yeah. Question, so why are bees so important? So if you know anything about pollination, basically bees go from flower to flower and they're collecting nectar and pollen, the nectar they use to make honey, the pollen they use to feed the baby bees. Mm-hmm. And... In that process, they're not trying to pollinate, but it's just kind of a byproduct, and they are passing pollen from one flower to the next, and that creates seeds. So that allows flowers, that's how they do the birds and the bees, and you know, it gets passed on, and they, that's how they make seeds, and that plants can continue to reproduce. So without that, we wouldn't have any plants, or we wouldn't have very much food to eat. Like watermelon needs to be pollinated hundreds of times for us to actually have a big juicy watermelon, and Almonds, they truck 80% of the United States hives to Central California for the almond pollination. Because without it, we would lose all of our like our almond sales, basically. We wouldn't have any almonds. So they're, they're just really important for pollination and not just our honeybees, but the native bees. There's bumblebees, carpenter bees, leafcutter bees, blueberry bees in the, in the northeast. So... Yeah, there's all these different kinds that we need to take care of. So when people say, save the bees, it's not Uh just the honeybees. We need to take care of all of our insects because moths pollinate and so do flies Mm -hmm. and even bats. So, yeah, don't use pesticides and uh, plant native plants. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) Aren't like pesticides on like huge like farms? Isn't that... That's what's like that's what's causing like colony collapse and like bees and shit. Yeah, the colony collapse is pretty complex and they don't know, you know, exactly what's causing it. There's so many factors like like you said the monocrop agriculture that we do. The bees are only visiting one type of flower. So like when they go to the almond fields, they're only collecting almond nectar or almond pollen. And that would be like us eating apples all day every day. Like apples are healthy, but only if you have a mixed diet. So that's putting a lot of stress on the bees. The the beekeeper often has to feed them extra pollen patties or sugar water because they don't have a diverse diet. 
And then they're being trucked around, which obviously isn't easy. Um, disease gets spread really easily as well because there's hundreds of thousands of hives from all over the country. So disease are being transferred from different parts of the country. Yeah. So there's just, there's so many, so many factors to it. And I was telling Mikey before that um, I don't lose hives to like colony collapse or what people, like I don't randomly walk up to a hive and it's just gone. Every once in a while it happens. But I would say 98% of the hives that I lose are from ants. They are the worst. Those the little ants that get into your pantry are the worst. I thought you meant like people's ants, like your oh, uncle yeah, yeah, and your yeah. aunt. <laughs> <laughs> start. Yes. Isn't that a real thing though? Don't people actually go and like steal hives? Yeah, and oh. they'll vandalize them too. They'll just straight up kill them. And I don't yeah. know what that's about. And how do you not get stung alive? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't understand that because you'll hear of kids, like 13-year-old kids going out and just vandalizing hundreds of hives. I'm like, how did you survive that? Because yeah. <laughs> there's no way. But yeah, the, they'll steal them because they're, they're really profitable for pollination. But we don't move them for pollination. They just stay where they're at. Yeah. But, yeah. Would, oh, the ants. Yeah, they're the worst. Before we get to the ants, I was, yeah. watching, <laughs> I was watching Netflix, the movie My Girl. Have you seen it? So it's about a kid and a girl, and then the little kid gets stung by a bunch of bees, and he's allergic, oh, no. and he dies. I'm like, oh, fuck. What? Yeah. Oh, Sick no. ass story, oh. dude. <laughs> anyway. Aw, it's so sad. <laughs> dude, it was such a sad movie. I can't watch that. You have to watch it. No. So yeah, I'm just going to watch somebody die from bee stings. Like, I'm not going to want a beekeeper after that one. <laughs> okay, don't watch it. Let's talk about the dance then. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't I don't watch a lot of movies anyway. If anybody if yeah, people that really know me, they know that I don't watch movies. <laughs> or music. She likes she enjoys like like oh, peace and quiet. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, do some crafts and just like peace and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> what uh what I always tell people when um I went out and I uh and I was with you for that whole day is that mm-hmm. there's something uh, it just reminded me because you talked about peace and quiet. There's yeah. something like, there's some sort of like tranquility and being in the bee suit mm-hmm. and having like hundreds of bees swarming around you. Just it just like echoes like inside the suit. And I don't know, there's something like calming about it. Yeah, it's like it's weird finding like calm in like such chaos. But yeah, when I when I was in there, like I took like a few seconds to just like listen. Yeah, and it was there's something cool about that. I don't I don't know if like there's some scientific reasoning for it, but yeah, there's something it, really cool about it. It it took me a while to relax in the bee suit because, like I said, I was not somebody like I used to be afraid of bees. Like I'm actually afraid of needles too. So like, and these are just flying needles, so I was extra afraid. <laughs> They're ninja needles, <laughs> or what? <laughs> so yeah, it took me a long time to be calm in the suit but now i just trust my equipment and um actually if you didn't know this as well if a hive is really mad you'll actually smell bananas because that's what their alarm pheromone smells like so you're not supposed to eat bananas before you go to the hive because you'll automatically like set that off they'll think okay somebody's mad Mm -hmm. like let's all be mad but now i can like actually notice stuff like that because before all i was hearing was bees in my ear and like couldn't focus on anything, but now I can actually tell if that buzzing is because they're mad or if they're just flying around or like if they are mad, I can actually smell that now. Whereas before it was just, you know, sensory overload, but now I can actually notice all those kind of subtleties. Yeah. 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 Overall, like I actually really like beekeeping by myself 
people think it's a little like unsafe. My mom's like, you shouldn't be beekeeping by yourself. What if you get stung? But overall, like, like I said, I feel safe and I know my hives. If they are really mad that day, I just close them up and leave them alone now. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not going to deal with you today. Yeah, so. You do you. Boo. Yeah. You're, you're not having a great day. Yeah. I'll check you another time. Like, you're going, it's fine. You're going bananas. All right. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I've never thought of that. That's where it came from. Yeah. Going bananas. That's funny. So let, can we go back to the story of the ants? Oh yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately today I lost a full hive that probably would have been producing honey this spring because there were just ants all over and there were two other hives on that stand and they survived, but like they're severely weakened by it. So we'll see if they make it, but um, yeah, they'll just rob out a hive. Like this time of year, I'm not really collecting honey, but I still have to visit as frequently as I can just to keep the ants out Mm -hmm. because yeah, they'll rob it out until the hive either collapses. Like they'll eat the brood and everything, the larva until like nobody's being born and the hive just collapses or the hive will just leave. And find a new home because they're like, screw this. I can't. They can. They can fight back bears. They can fight raccoons. They can fight me, but they can't do anything about the ants. Then why is so? Well, they can't sting them. They can't. And the line, you know, that little line of ants gets so strong that they just can't do anything. So um, yeah, and I do everything I can to keep them out, obviously, and uh, I make like a little moat around each leg of the stand to keep the bees or the ants out. But the second a weed grows too long or a leaf falls into the can, it builds a bridge and it's game over. And I try to visit as frequently as I can, but the ants can rob it out so fast that I can't always do something about it. So, yeah, yeah, ants are my biggest struggle and people are always surprised to hear about that. But it is super true. And I would have never guessed that before I was a beekeeper. Yeah, I'd have never known. Yeah. So can you tell me uh, the beer that we had right here? Yeah. What's it called? So it's actually mead from Honeypot Meadery, which Mm -hmm. just opened up. I think they're about to have their one-year anniversary. Wow. And we've all been there before, too. But um, they have done a brew with our honey from basically when we melt down our beeswax, some honey is still left over and it gets melted out of it. But because it's been heated, it's no longer raw honey. We can't sell it like that. But it's actually a little bit burnt and caramelized. And the Honey Pop Meadery loves it like that. And so they'll, they've they made um, Miel del Sol, which was just our honey with water. And it ferments and it creates mead, which was like one of the first forms of alcohol. Mm-hmm. So you can thank the bees for alcohol as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we're, we're drinking mead right now. And they also make ciders. So. Yeah. So I'm having the caught in cider, <laughs> and it was amazing. It's really good. Another story of mine. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what the Vikings were drinking, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so, as well, as they say. Yeah, they know what's up, man. What was yours called, Joseph? Um, I was bad and Fuji. <laughs> I love that name. I just wanted to hear you say it. Mine doesn't have a cool name, but it is delicious. It's a mead with mint. And I had a meadow foam honey um, mead. Mm-hmm. yesterday when i went to visit them because i dropped off more honey for them and uh, meadow foam meadow foam honey is from oregon and it tastes just like marshmallows whoa yeah i was super surprised to taste it, it was really really That's good bomb. the the drink itself didn't taste so much marshmallowy but the raw honey does so yeah. that was, they, they let me try that one time yeah i get the all the hidden stuff in the back when i go and visit uh-huh. so it's a lot of fun over That's there. Legit. Yeah, so if you guys haven't been to Honey Pot Meadery or yeah, you've I never had mead, mm-hmm. go over there. It's like a like 
the ABVs can get up to like 17%, yeah. but it tastes like you're drinking juice. Yeah, so, it went for my birthday. So Uber. I got, I got up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so make sure you yeah. Uber there. Yeah. That's delicious. Good. I thought I was drinking like Sun Delight or fucking Capri Sun. Yeah, dude, it creeps. It doesn't taste like it has a, yeah. like alcohol in it. No. But yeah, then like two, two, three in, you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like over here hugging everyone. Dude, I, I love yeah. you. Yeah, hey, I like, love you. Like, Mikey, that's uh, the parking attendant. You gotta go, dude. <laughs> but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so follow them too. And if they ever... Um, make a brew with our meat again well they will but it'll when they do you'll see it because they'll post about it i don't know if they'll name it the same but they'll definitely tag us Mm -hmm. and uh where can we follow backyard bees we are at backyard underscore bees Mm. on instagram and then yeah yeah i run all the social media too which if you guys don't already know which you probably do it's a full-time job yeah and i already have a full-time job thank you very much working with the bees and uh yeah the social media it is hard i'm like oh shit i haven't posted in a week it's hard work just to keep up with that so Mm -hmm. i try my best so i apologize if it's not the best feed ever but there's bees involved and sometimes i'll post stuff about my chickens um but yeah it's mostly bees how did how did the chickens uh become a thing so when we moved into our new little apartment, the guy that we were renting from had a chicken coop that's like right below our little loft. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him, I said, hey, since there's no chickens, can I keep some chickens? <laughs> and it just so happened that somebody in the neighborhood was trying to get rid of five hens because they were moving. So once he said yes, 20 minutes later, I had those chickens in the coop and we moved in that same day. So the chickens, yeah, it was perfect. Like. That's awesome. Yeah. And they are now, I I talk to them and like, yeah, it's pretty embarrassing, but I love them so much. They're so dorky. Like Uh, I said, if you don't have chickens, you need chickens because they're just so fun. We need a chicken. They all have names and I love them. So let's hear these names. You want to hear? Yeah. Okay. So I did have five. I did lose one. She got really, really sick. Rest in peace, little hockey. Little um, hockey? Yeah, her name is Hockey. Oh. She looked like a hawk. I'm really bad at naming. <laughs> but then I also have Creamsicle, who lays a nice big brown egg every day. And then I have Cranberry, <laughs> Moose, who's a big girl, and Sergeant Pepper, who's nice and mean. So, yeah, those are my ladies. And I talk to them all the That's time. And name. I visit them, like, when I'm in between work, I just run over and say hi. And then, yeah. Throw them scraps. I feed them scraps all the time. Yeah. They love me. Yeah. Do they all have an egg like every day? No, I wish. One, one, like I said, cream school lays like every single day. I can really rely on her. Show off. Yeah. Yeah. The other one, Sergeant Pepper's a freeloader. She's never laid an egg for me. Yeah. Wow. So, Sounds like Joseph. Yeah. So we're waiting for spring because apparently they slow down in the Sorry winter too. I'm a new, I'm a new chicken mom. So mm-hmm. I'm happy with what I can get. Uh-huh. But Janet's going to hatch some chickens for me in the spring. So that I can have more chickies. Because uh-huh. I redid their roof and everything. I got them all set up so that we yeah. can have more chickies. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I was up there. Me and Janet. Me and my little boss were up there <laughs> <laughs> making a new roof. So, yeah, it was, it was funny. And I'm pretty soon you're going to be like asking people, hey, you guys want some eggs? You guys want some eggs? I wish. Eggs? We have so We already have people asking like, yeah, I wish. I wish I had enough eggs, you know. So, yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun, though. I, I just enjoy their their company. Yeah. <laughs> they wake me up in the morning though. Nikki, get me out. <laughs> Every morning. Uh, yeah. Time. Yeah. We don't even have a rooster. Just the ladies yell at me. So yeah. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's Who needs a rooster? 
Who does? <laughs> it, it's tough having the ladies to yell at you. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Seven Mike. o'clock. You no matter me. what, you gotta get up and I'm let them out of there. <laughs> Two, three in the morning. <laughs> hey, you up? <laughs> you want to cuddle? You want to cuddle? <laughs> Nikki, so why do they sound like that? <laughs> hey, boy, you want to cuddle? Because <laughs> they're drunk. That's what Sergeant Pepper sounds like for yeah. sure. <laughs> hey, there, blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, let me ask you: Are you a yeah. Cali girl? Yeah, yep. Born and raised. Yeah, I grew up in the Placentia Yorba Linda area, and now live in Orange. So. Um, yeah, I've never lived anywhere else. I stayed local for school. Like, I think I'm more of like a a, a family girl. So, and my family's here. So, yeah, I, I can't I can't leave. So, uh, and the weather, come on. Oh, the weather's amazing. <laughs> the bees love it too. So, yeah. So, uh, who's your dad and who's your mama? You like want their names or what? Well, twenty three. <laughs> uh, Bob and Shelly. Like, Bob and Shelly. <laughs> are they are they also from California? Yeah, yeah, they both are. Yeah, they grew up, uh, my dad was in Fullerton, my mom in Villa Park, yeah. and yeah, so so we've kind of always been here. But the rest of my family, we have a really small family to begin with, mm-hmm. um, but they're all over the country, like Washington, Oregon, Rhode Island, Arizona, so I don't, we don't see anybody. It's basically just my immediate family. Yeah. My grandparents are going to be moving up to Montana full time. So those were the, they were the only ones that were even kind of close to us, and they're out of here. Yeah. So that's a big move. That's yeah. yeah. Oh well, they already had a house up there, um, and we go up there almost every year just to hang out and awesome. meet up with the rest of the family. Up. Beautiful, you guys are all yeah. welcome. So. Oh, <laughs> we'll take you up on it. If you if you guys want to drive eighteen yeah. hours with us, Mickey just fucked two, up. <laughs> two down. <laughs> you you, you want to do an eighteen hour drive with us? Uh, yeah, I've been, yeah. been to Zion. I'm okay, down. Okay, all right. That's like a third of the way there. But yeah, <laughs> I'm down, baby. So no, it's a lot of fun. It's worth it. It's worth it. So, so uh, your dad's cool as shit. I met him once, and uh, it wasn't. No, I heard that. Everybody what's loves him. What's his funny. name? What's his name? Bob. Damn it! I thought you forgot. No, dude. Well, I just said it. I know. Yeah, Bob's legit. But I met him because we had to take Nikki home. Yeah. It was a crazy story. I it was don't the know. Worst day of my life. What basically. happened? We went to like a it was uh another Eric's birthday and we went to a beer fest and then we celebrated his birthday at his apartment and so there were just a lot of drinks and actually I think Joseph took us home that night. And then Sorry about that. Yeah, I uh, He was drunk too, don't worry. Uh, well, God, I hope not. Well, we got home regardless. Whatever, we got home. But the oh. next day, I I think I threw up at like 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. And at 5 p.m., I still couldn't get... There was no way I was going to drive. So yeah. Eric and Mike, me, Mikey drove me home. And yeah. yeah, Bob was there and was like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, my dad's super friendly. He'll talk to a brick wall, so... He, he's, oh, he's a cool guy. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loves him. He looks like a like a biker dude, but really, he's just a friendly insurance salesman. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, he's cool. He's cool. We love yeah. Bob. Bob is tight. <laughs> so, uh, I felt bad for you. You were like so sick, and it took you a while to drink beer. After oh yeah, that, no, right? I would, I didn't drink for a really long time after that. And even now, like I know my limit. I have, I'll have like two drinks and. And even that night, everybody was like, you weren't even like that drunk. Like, I thought you were fine. I just get really hungover. So I'm like, I, I, I just know to stop and that's it. I even for New Year's, I didn't even drink. And I was like, you know, I still had a good time. That's fine with me. 
So Dude, I had to I think Mikey too. Now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I woke up fine, but Mike did not wake up. Dude, fine. I hated life. i I knew where you were oh. where you were coming from that the next day after New Year. Yeah. Or New I, Year's Day. It was I horrible. never want to feel that way again. Same. I'm never ever. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking I'm too weak. <laughs> I'm too weak. <laughs> we, we we are all Come too on. weak. So speaking of the new year, what is 2020, uh, what is that looking like for you and the business that you're in? Mm, good question. You know, the only, th- I, I'm really go with the flow. I don't set that many goals, which I don't know. Like I like to network and just talk to people and just see where things go. So, but I never really have a plan. The one thing I'm trying to do this year is kind of keep track of like what's blooming so that I can anticipate the next year and what the the bees are foraging on. So maybe I know what the, like what the honey tastes like and why. So, um, that's kind of like my one goal, but besides that, just keep going and, um, yeah, hopefully we'll get some more rain so that we'll have another really good spring, spring and summer. Last year we got a few thousand pounds of honey just from, wow. You know, we have a hundred hives, but not all of them produce. Yeah. So, um, for that amount of hives to produce that much was, was really cool. So it's still carrying us through the winter. So if we can have another year like that, that'd be great. But yeah, just keep doing what we're doing, um, make more connections and just see where it goes. And yeah. Has, um, like Janet, like seen a change since you've kind of been like the one who's taking it over now? Like, has she noticed that like, either businesses um like booming Mm -hmm. for lack of better words or is like are you trying to like also make it like your own are you is she allowing you to like put your own input oh yeah she definitely values my input which is great um she she has the final word but usually we'll we'll come to agreement on something like she's very open and um like i said she knows that i do everybody everything she tells everybody she's like yeah like she does everything. So she, she kind of like helps clean up after me and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's the business is, is the most refined now that it's ever been. It's just me and her and I do everything. And I'm, uh, I think of myself as very reliable and I, I just get things done cause I want to get it done and it needs to get done. So yeah, it works out for both of us cause she wouldn't be doing this business. She wouldn't have this extra income if it wasn't for me. And, um, I get, I get to take vacations whenever I want. I get to work on my own time. Like it just works perfectly for both of us. We we're both happy. Yeah. So yeah. People always wonder like, Oh, do you own the company? Are you, do you have plans to own the company? And like, eventually it might come to that, but for now we're both happy and mm. like, I'll, I'll take what I can get for right now. Yeah. And I make extra money doing like bee removals and that sort of thing. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah, it's sick too. Cause you, I mean, you. It it's kind of funny. Like the the reason why I thought you um you were like super interesting is because like you are like kind of like allergic to, to bees, <laughs> but you love this job. Okay, I'm allergic <laughs> to cats too, but I love cats. Yeah, no, you know but I, mean? I didn't like, know I didn't know I was allergic. This yeah. is allergic to bees until I started working with them. Um, my boss, like when I got stung on the ear, I was super swollen i freaked out because it got stuck in my hair so that anticipation of the sting which is why i hate needles is like the anticipation of the shot or getting blood drawn i hate it 
So the anticipation of getting stung, I was freaking out, like trying to get it out of my hair. And then I eventually did get stung. And I broke out in hives down to my waist. And I went home and I popped Benadryl and knocked out. And I had to work at the restaurant that night. <laughs> so I showed up at the restaurant and they're like, are you high? What is wrong with you? I'm like, yeah, it's just Benadryl. It's fine. And of course, I was on like the front station where like everybody could see me and I was just so out of it. Yeah. But my boss thought that I quit that day. Like, she's like, wait, you're going to keep doing this? I'm like, well, yeah, like this sucks, but I'm not going to stop. Like, I, I can't stop. It's too interesting. Uh-huh. I'll just be less stupid next time. I won't desuit so early. So I've, I've learned my lessons. Every sting has got me to this point and uh like i said i just wear big rubber boots now no shoelaces they can crawl through i learned that double layers of gloves because they can sting through the first layer and then you just double check that veil to make sure it's it's sealed up because you don't want them stinging your face so yeah i've just learned you adapt (laughs) you don't quit you adapt (laughs) it's very rare and you find somebody who actually like really really loves what they do Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, I mean, for I've never met anybody who like the thing that like they love doing what they do, even though it's extremely dangerous for and them. And they're allergic to it. And you're, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like that's such a weird like. That's why I yeah. like I wanted to make that video about you because I was like, yeah. what makes you tick? Yeah. Like, why do you love it so much? Yeah, know? it's funny too. I would I'm be like, not nah, a thrill I'm good. Seeker. <laughs> I'm not a thrill thrill seeker at uh-huh. all. Like. Oh, I'm like very reserved. Like, I would be happy just sitting at home and doing crafts all day. Like, no, like I am not brave. I am not. I've just, like I said, I just learn, and they're so interesting that it outweighs my fear of them. Yeah. And I know when I need to be afraid and when I don't, mm-hmm. because they're most of the time they're really cool. Mm-hmm. And there's only certain times where it's like, now I just back off if yeah. if they're acting weird or. Something's going on, you know, just leave it for another day. We're, we're not going to deal with them. Because they have moods. Girls if the weather's bad or what. They're complicated. They are, yeah. <laughs> that I know. So we just, yeah, yeah, let them do their thing that day and try it again later. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. So, that's so cool how, like, you found out you were brave. Because <laughs> like, of what you do, like, that's pretty ballsy, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I can't think of anyone else that would suit up and be like, yeah, let's go around Aussie's beat. Yeah. I'm actually more scared of like randomly getting stung. Like my brother came and helped process honey one time and I told him, I was like, be careful. Cause like sometimes there'd be, a, there's a bee or two in the box. So just like watch where you grab. And sure enough, a few minutes later, he's like, ah, like got stung in the hand, grabbed a bee. So it's like that kind of stuff that I'm more afraid of the stuff you're not anticipating or desuiting. And there's a bee on your suit. Or, um, sometimes I do have bees in my car. If there's like, I I know there's a few in my car right now. There's always some. And so I'm scared of like going and sitting in my car and sitting on one or like reaching for my seatbelt and grabbing one. Wow. That's the kind of stuff I'm afraid of. It's not actually. It's not fun to sit on one. Yeah. It is not fun. I don't want to try. I've actually never been stung in the car, even though there's always bees in the car. Uh, I got stung many times in the car. (laughs) (laughs) On your video? Yeah, dude. What? Yeah, when we got in the car and, uh, no, it was when we shot with Eric. Remember when we shot? Oh yeah. Oh no, with, I remember. And like, um, like I met you guys, and like, 
Yeah, in the car, like I got stung oh, just no. sit like driving. Oh, uh, because oh, that's right, I do remember that because it was still just on you. Yeah, and, still, and maybe the, you yeah. swiped. They're like it or all something. over my car still and shit. So. It, it looks yeah. like your eyes are still swollen shut. Mine. That one. Yeah, you're like so small right it's, now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, dude. So I think it's just me. <laughs> or it's all the meds I'm on. I don't know, dude. I shouldn't have driven here. Um, yeah, Eric got stung in the face a few, the yeah. few times during that. So uh, he likes to bring that up, but he's still yeah. dating me. So it worked. He likes danger, you know? <laughs> Tough love. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what got him. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So let me ask you, uh, for anyone trying to like have a, trying to beekeep, and they want to get started, what are some pointers that you have for them? Hmm. Yeah, it'd be ideal if they could find somebody that could help teach them or show them the way because I can't imagine. I, there's no way I would have ever started this business. Like, that's insane. I can't believe my, my boss did this when she was already retired. That's mm-hmm. when she started. So wow. it was, um, I, I can't imagine because there's a lot that goes into it and it can be really intimidating, just like all the equipment and where do I start? So read some books, learn about bee behavior, um, find a mentor, and then um, just try it out. It's all trial and error. I'm still learning, and I've been doing this about four years now. So just, yeah, any, anything, just try it. Like, that's my biggest thing because people are like, oh, how do you get, how do you find this? How do you do this? Like, this isn't what I thought I was going to be doing. You just have to try things. Go do a weird internship. Do go try something new because you never know what you're going to end up liking, and you're not going to know where it leads. Even when I was an intern, I didn't think I was going to be at this point. There's no way. So I and when I was in college, like I I didn't know what I'd be doing if I mm-hmm. didn't do this. So just try something new. And my boss still does that all the time. She grows oyster mushrooms now to eat like solar panels she's just trying stuff all the time and it's it's really inspiring like because you just don't know where it's gonna lead so yeah try something new go out do something new today yeah and that's like (laughs) that's like something to apply in life in general you know Mm -hmm. like teach yourself something different yeah yeah uh is there any health benefits to eating honey yeah so like we said, there's there's the allergy thing, which uh, a lot of people believe in. I don't know how much evidence there is, but people swear by it. So you know what? Get it for your local allergies. And it, like I said, if nothing else, it's delicious. Um, it's actually really great for burns. If you get a burn in the oven or whatever, just throw some honey on it. It helps um, hold in the moisture. Um, and then what else? Yeah, just the hive has a lot of medicinal properties to mm-hmm. it like there's the propolis as well and then the pollen and the honey so yeah yeah bees bees are just awesome honey is basically like an it has everything that you need to sustain yourself there's protein there's vitamins there's just everything yeah so, so in times of like right now everybody and their mother is sick oh so, like right some honey yeah lemon and honey in some hot water or some warm water at least that's mm-hmm. yeah or if you have a cough uh, just a spoonful of honey. Just take it straight. That sort of thing. Yeah. Joseph, go take a spoonful of honey when you go. <laughs> Do you like uh, prefer um, unfiltered honey? Hmm. Or do you like it filtered? I no. got, tasted some from 
from Costco. Okay. Because Costco sells like local, Hold supposedly on. local. <laughs> that was like, dude, come on. Dude. That is unfiltered honey, yeah. honey. And it, had, it was like thick and it had like shit floating in it. Okay. So that's more likely to be real, actually. Oh. Um, I doubt it's local. Go go look at your honey jar that you buy from a grocery store, okay? It, it might say product of the U.S. Go look at the bottom of that bottle and it's going to say honey harvested from Brazil or Indonesia or some weird place. And they can say product of the U.S. because it was bottled here, not because it was harvested here. They can also cut it with corn syrup. They can also overly filter it so that you don't even know where it's coming from or like people can't test it to see where it's coming from. We have a Chinese embargo on honey. Like we will not take honey from China because of all the pesticide use that they have. Should we fight the Chinese then? But oh, maybe dude. just for the honey. Just for the, yeah, oh, for the honey. I'm not, I'm not a fighter. It's but, 2020, dude. Come on. <laughs> We're fighting the Chinese. But take a look. And this doesn't just go for honey. Like check where your food's coming from. Get local. That's why I, like to shop at the farmer's market and you'd be surprised at some of the deals that they have and like just bring your produce bag and don't use all the plastic stuff like okay i study environmental science so this is really close to my heart and like i I love to shop local because and waste the least amount that i can so shop local yeah know where your food's coming from yeah and then in shopping local you're supporting people like you and Janet. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you're talking to the farmer, the person that has their hand in the dirt or in the hive or, yeah. or whatever. And yeah, you know your money is going right to them rather than Amazon. You think Amazon needs our money at yeah. Whole yeah. Foods? Yeah. Like, I know we sell at Whole Foods, but like I'd happily get out of there if other people were going to sell our honey. Mm-hmm. So if you want to sell some honey, yeah, let me know. If you have a little storefront or something. But mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, they don't need our money. Your little farmer, local farmers do. Yeah, mm-hmm. Support them. Keep your money local. Yeah, it's so cool because you could literally go take a tour at your spot and yeah. then buy some sunscreen and buy some honey. And like, dude, it came from here. Yeah, yeah. Everything's just, yeah, handmade by me. And like I said, if you have any questions, I can answer it because I know exactly what goes into it all. So, yeah, I think that's really important. And I like to ask like I, I have a good relationship with all the people there and they're willing to give me discounts because it's like I come by all the time and they're like, oh, just take it. Like, and they'll give me scraps for my chickens and stuff like that. Like everybody there is just so cool. It's a, it's a great community and they like have live music all the time. So if you haven't been to the Orange Farmer's Market, I highly, highly recommend it. And if you have kids too, like they have little mini shopping carts and it's adorable just to watch the kids walk around. And yeah, yeah it's really cute. I love cute over there. I love going to the farmers market and then getting breakfast after because like you oh, feel like yeah. you wake you wake up early you do that mm-hmm. and like it's like dude I still have the full day ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, and you have nice fresh local produce. I get to see your smile and like, <laughs> oh yeah, hustling. Um, I love I love doing sales. That's what the the restaurant helped with that a lot. Like mm. I I loved working at a restaurant. I mean it had a, uh, it had some really tough times, but like. I just talking with people, I have a lot of fun. And um, that's one of my favorite parts about the market. Like tomorrow I get to wake up and go talk to everybody, my regulars, new people, people who have questions. It's just, yeah, it's a great time. Because earlier we were talking and I asked her how her day was and you pretty much, she had a busy ass day (laughs) and she still had to get ready for tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to make sure the car was all packed for tomorrow, make sure I have all the honey that I need and, uh, yeah, I try to make honey sticks too, but I didn't have time this week because I wasn't feeling too well. Those are good. You just grab and go. 
Yeah, yeah, the kids love it. They're going to be really disappointed tomorrow with me since I didn't make my own honey sticks. But <laughs> yeah. I'll just be like, I'm sorry. Sometimes, right? Yeah, so sometimes I have honeycomb, and that's more for like the spring, summertime. And that is a hit. Like people will come first thing in the morning to make sure they get honeycomb. And then people will come like three hours later and be like, Do you still have honeycomb? I was like, That was gone first thing in the morning. Yeah. And Honestly, like it's not the most convenient way to eat it, but people just love the novelty of it because That's it's true. straight from the comb. You get to chew on it. It's just fun. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I actually don't eat that much honey now. I I used to eat more honey, and I would buy from the old beekeeper at that farmer's market. And now to me, it's just like liquid gold. Like I don't want to use too much of it because I know it goes into it. Mm-hmm. I taste it as I'm processing it, but like... I don't even have our own honey jar at home. <laughs> I don't. I don't have one in our pantry because it's just it's right there. I don't know. I taste it when I feel like it's so accessible uh, to you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, liquid gold. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we did get a couple of uh, questions. I know. I'm yeah. surprised. So uh, let me go ahead and ask the first one. Oh, geez. Uh, what keeps you going every day? Oh wow. I mean, I just, like I said, I'm really fortunate to do what I do and like not be sitting at a desk all day. Like how, how can I even complain? Honestly, even like sometimes I don't want to go in the suit or it's hot that day and, or the location I'm going to visit is really difficult. But again, how can I complain? I'm I'm so fortunate to be doing what I'm doing. So many people probably wish they were doing. Me and Joe. Yeah. Come join. No, but it's, we will. Yeah, I'm just. I just feel really lucky, and every day's different. Um, I get to talk to new people or do new bee rescues, and yeah, yeah, that's what keeps me going. Yeah, I just yeah. love it. I mean, I would, I would go just because, like, I'm like, the content would be so fucking cool like, <laughs> every day. But as I learned. They don't like black objects. Yeah. So it's like... Don't wear was, your big fuzzy black jacket yeah, or anything. Yeah, when I was there, yeah. like filming, you know, the camera's... My camera's black. The oh, lens is yeah. black. The strap the mic, is black. Yeah. So it was like, dude, they would just swarm it mm-hmm. to the point where like I couldn't even take a picture because they were just covering the lens. It was just like, geez, man. Yeah, it depends on the hive too. Because like know? when we first went out, that first location we visited, the yeah, bees were chill. chill. Yeah, they didn't, chill, they didn't yeah. care. And then I was like... Let's go to the place with like ten highs. Yeah, there's they a were lot. Yeah, dude, <laughs> they were so bad. As we walk in, all you hear is like super loud. You're like, oh, Joe is eating bananas. Uh, over yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking a like, smoothie. What? What's the yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So it depends. Every day is different. That hive is no longer there, though. If you should, you know, what happened? They died yeah. for whatever reason. The ants. <laughs> yeah. Eric probably set them on fire or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went back the next day. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you guys are out of here. Uh, we meet again. <laughs> I hope not. For some reason, maybe it was ants too. Who knows? I don't so, remember. Another question. How can the average person save the bees? I like that question. So I have a lot of people who think like they need a hive to help save the bees. Like, oh, I want to give up my land so that you can keep bees here. And not everybody has the space to do that. You want to be able to still go into your backyard and not worry about walking into their flight path and getting stung and that sort of thing. The best thing you can do, like I said, stop using pesticides if you do. Um, Plant native plants because not only does that help our honeybees because they forage on anything, but it also helps our native bees. So if you have any sort of property to plant, just any native plants, Google it. Mm -hmm. Native Southern California plants, whatever. Um, 
And then supporting people, I mean, this seems very self-serving, but like supporting people like us who are going out and rescuing the bees and, um, yeah, selling the local honey, because if we weren't making any money, we wouldn't be able to do this. And all, every single hive would be exterminated. If there were no hobby beekeepers or like if we weren't in business, every hive would just be exterminated because it's easier and luckily people are learning more about the bees so we get more calls than we can even handle but um yeah it's just easy and it's they, it costs about the same amount for the exterminator to come by spray them for 10 minutes That's and just be like up. bye yeah. and it takes me a few hours and so a lot of people think we do it for free which i wish we could but i mean it takes so many it takes a lot of skill like not everybody can just go out and collect a hive safely mm-hmm. and relocate them and, uh, yeah, nobody wants to do their job for free. Yeah. Like, I wish I could, but, yeah, we, we have to be able to continue on and keep doing this because that's what's going to save the bees, help the bees. So if someone needs your services in removing mm-hmm. a beehive, like, where, where do we find you? Yeah, you can check out our Instagram. It has all of our contact information on there. You can, uh, our website is backyardbees.net, and it has some information like, do I have a swarm? Do I have a... Um, an established hive. Like we have some information on there that way, you know, if it's something that we can even do. Um, but yeah, all of our information's on there. You can call Janet directly. She's always got her phone and she's just answering B calls all day. So That's awesome. yeah, it's just her cell phone. Like we're really mm-hmm. just low tech. It's just us too. So casual. Yeah. Very casual. Call me like just <laughs> whatever I'll answer. So What's what is the deal with African killer bees? Uh, okay. Then that's, this is just uh-huh, me. Uh-huh. No, we know. get that question a lot. So the Africanized bees actually came from South America because they took a college was studying them, like Africanized honeybees. They brought them here and they escaped, quote unquote. I don't get that because bees can leave their hive and they will swarm. So how did you not see this coming? And they started moving north in like the 70s. And so everybody freaked out like, okay, they're more aggressive bees. But people think that means that they're like killing everything as they're flying by. And that's just not the case. They're more defensive of their hive. Mm -hmm. But they're not just, like I said, out just killing everything because it's there. So and at this point, like the genetics have become so diluted from mating with the native bees or um more local honeybees that the hives are pretty neutral. Like every once in a while we'll get a hive that's a little bit feistier than the others, but it's not like dangerously. So every once in a while you hear random stories though, but I, out of the four years I've been doing this, I've never walked up to a swarm and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in danger. It's it's just not like that. You won't really even notice a hive has that sort of genetics until they have like 50,000 bees, a huge, huge hive. Yeah. So the average person does not need to be afraid of that. So yeah. what is just leave them alone. Like an average hive? Um, a honey producing hive will have about 50,000 bees. But like if you see a swarm, it could have anywhere from like a few thousand to 20,000. So it it just depends. But yeah, a full-grown hive will be about 50,000 because the queen can lay about 2,000 eggs a day in prime season. And then they reduce down in the winter and then kind of explode back in the spring and summer. Yeah, it's a lot of bees. And so people get worried too because they're like, oh, I found a dead bee on the ground. What do I do? It's like there's so many bees and so many hives that like they just die. They don't live very long. They're mostly males that are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, most people never see a male bee unless you like 
do what I do, you would never see a male bee because there's just not that many of them. So most of the ones you see are the worker bees that have just worked themselves to death because they live about six years or sorry, six weeks while a queen can live like five years. Damn. So yeah, they're, they, they don't live very long. So unless you see a big bunch of dead bees, that means somebody sprayed them. So yeah, that's not pretty. Not cool. Yeah. Not cool at all. So I have another question for you. Uh, is it true that if I eat bees, I absorb their powers? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Only if they're high? live bees. <laughs> Just Try smalling some live bees, then let me know. <laughs> this guy wants to be a bee boy. I won't try that out, but you can. Yeah. Yeah. Another question. Does almond milk really affect bees? Asking for a friend who drinks it often. Cough, cough. okay that's me i'm guilty almond milk um yeah i don't do dairy really actually i'm like really mostly vegan besides my now chicken eggs and honey i have a lot of vegans that like are not happy with the fact that i do i know that i take care of peas but i i I save them i save them from extermination and i don't eat that much and i'd rather people eat my honey than like store-bought junk honey i'm really nice to them i promise but yeah, um, the reason that the almond milk would be hard on the bees is because of the pollination factor. Like I said, about 80% of the hives in the United States get trucked over there, and it's not an easy process for them. So yeah, and I think it's still better than dairy milk, though, to be honest. I just don't yeah. like the cows being in there. So uh, if you want, maybe do like hemp milk or something, or uh, macadamia nut milk, yeah, but we we export so many almonds that we would have to, yeah, it would be a big movement to get people to eat less almond milk. But I'm I'm for it if you want to stop, if you want to eat less, yeah. Yeah, I grew up in the Central Valley, so mm-hmm. saw all those. Yeah, it's really tough on them. Like I said, just disease spreads yeah. really far. Yeah, pretty so. crazy. But I, I'm guilty. I do the almond milk too. Yeah. There's so many other factors that go into it. It's not just the bees it's the water use and the land use and all that so it's a tricky not so black and white question i wish i had a better answer (laughs) no but thank you for answering it uh another question i think you might have answered it but we'll you know we'll just go over it again Mm -hmm. have you ever been stung even with all the gear on so with all the gear on i haven't i think the only bad one was on the calf with all the gear but i had a hole in the lake so I stitched that up after I got stung on the calf and uh I think it would just be through the suit so um I think I maybe had some close calls because I didn't zip up all the way I was doing a rescue unzip to take a drink of water like off to the side and then flipped my veil back over and didn't zip it so then I had a bee on the inside when hit me in the face I'm like that's not supposed to happen (laughs) so I I like ran away and got that one out but I didn't get stung so as long as you correctly check all any place they can get in then you're pretty much okay but accidents still happen so like I have to be prepared for that and I'm not well like I try to prepare but I just I don't like getting stung it's not fun not fun at all. <laughs> I avoid it at all costs. Like I said, double double gloves, big boots. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. And uh, <laughs> lastly, is uh, do you have any crazy, like a crazy story that's happened to you while working with bees or something that you want to share? 
I guess when like my coolest rescue, uh-huh. it was at Fire Station Two in Orange, and um, I think it was a. I don't know if that was a year or two ago, but basically they called me over. They had bees underneath their. Uh, like a shipping container. So they called the city, they got a crane and they lifted the shipping container up onto some K rails. So I was like doing a duck walk underneath to slice the comb and collect all the bees. And um, yeah, I think I still have that hive, but like they went above and beyond to help me save the bees. So that was pretty cool. And just like all the people that I met, I don't know if you were looking for a specific story, but no, I just, yeah, that was a, that was a fun one. That one. There's always something interesting going on, though. <laughs> it seems like every day is just different. Like yeah, it is. Different. Yeah, every day is different, which makes it fun. Oh, yeah. So before we close up, is there any shout-outs you want to give to anyone? Oh, dear. Well, shout-out to Janet, just the coolest boss ever. And, uh, I don't know, mom and dad, love you guys. And uh, if, if you guys listen to this, and then, yeah, Eric, too, for always supporting me with my business and just in life. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I got. And you guys for inviting me here. <laughs> I think we're the thankful ones like you. Oh, uh, no, it was fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I can talk about bees like all day, every day. And I already have today. And you guys, <laughs> hopefully this is the last I have to do for the day. But yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. Uh, we did too. Like, honestly, <laughs> like we don't know too many people that do what you do. So for you to come down here on a Friday and... um Oh, I'd be sitting at home if I wasn't here. So, like, don't act like I'm missing out on a big Friday night or anything. So, no, this 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 is a fun Friday night for me. Yeah, yeah well, just talking with two friends, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Well, what I was getting at is like it means a lot that you came and uh, to now. There's class. nothing else I'd rather be doing. So, mm. thanks for having me here, guys. Drinking mead. Cheers. <laughs> drink of the vikings it's so mm-hmm. good man mm-hmm. but yeah like 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 mike said earlier like you were definitely one of the you know first like guests that we had on the list for sure you know like we when we sat down together we're like oh who do you want on well okay well this is who i want on and like i feel like we both put your name on there i'm not too sure <laughs> yeah we're both like oh yeah we gotta have we have to have uh, her on you here guys are so cool just because it's like you just have like a you not only like have a unique job but you just have like a your perspective on that job is really cool giving like you know that you are like you know allergic to bees (laughs) (laughs) okay anybody who's like fuck it this could go like really 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 like in like a bad direction and you still do it like it's fucking badass yeah it it makes me and mike look like straight bitches (laughs) oh no i'm a wimp in basically every other way so yeah don't uh yeah don't think too highly (laughs) yeah i I think the bees have a challenge with you you know because the bees you work as you work harder than the bees you know Oh no! They're oh, they'd never stop this poor same, little thing. Same, same way. <laughs> if you go to the farmers market, we all stop when it rains though, which is nice. I'm like, oh, it's raining today. Oh, Darn, it's, like it's a day it's off. A break, yeah. You know? <laughs> Let's not watch it's, movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> Knit a little bit on my couch. <laughs> Do you sell that? Oh God! If somebody wanted to pay me like a thousand dollars, Do you know how many hours it takes? Okay, so no on uh, New Year's, uh-huh. you guys know the sweater I was wearing? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I made that. You made that? Yeah, you said I that. I made yeah, that. So, really? yeah, I yeah. think you were the only one I told Mikey. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I did, made I that. Fucked no, no, no. I honestly didn't bring oh, it up. I didn't bring bad. it up. Yeah. But, like, I was really proud to finally wear that out. But yeah. people were like, oh, make sick. me one. I was like, how much are you going to pay me? Because, yeah. like, if I were to count the hours, I would never knit again. Yeah. My fingers hurt. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like the amount of hours. But luckily, like Eric likes movies and I don't. So he just puts them on and then I just sit there and knit. So yeah. eh, it works out. That's what's up. Yeah, exactly. I wake up and just. Burp, burp, burp. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big dork. So mm. if anybody wants to come over and craft, like I want to craft all the time. How about so, your girl? Yeah. How about your girl? <laughs> what's your Instagram? Um, the, well, the business one is the backyard at backyard underscore bees. Mm-hmm. I have a personal one, but hey. like, if you just want chicken stories, like, yeah. there you go. I'm it's down. Get it's in at there. Nikki, N-I-K-K-I-M Morgan six. I have a very generic name, so I had to get a really weird Instagram <laughs> handle. So yeah, Nikki M Morgan six. And gentlemen, yep. Nikki's dating my friend Eric. So yeah, she's sorry off guys. the market, my boys. Sorry guys. <laughs> <That's Eric. laughs> yeah. So he's uh, chilling at home. He's yeah. like chilling with the chickens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, or so he says. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so again, you could find a homegrown. You could find a homegrown Nikki at the Orange County Market. Orange, or Orange. Orange homegrown. Farmers market in, in orange. orange. Yes. yes, almost close enough to the circle. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty close by. Yeah. yeah. Is that stand still there selling the vegan tamales? Are they still yes, there? Yes, they're usually there, and they're <sighs> bomb. They're so yeah. Good. Those Shout out to Vegana Mexicana. They're Dude. so good. And oh my lord, they're so, so good. Yeah, it's and they're ceviche. Ooh. Oh, they're ceviche. Oh, they're ceviche. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. ceviche, dude. Uh-huh. Everything uh, at the farmer's market is bomb. You guys dude, need to go. It's so good. They also have vegan empanadas, Ooh, which are really, 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 really good. Not them. A different booth, but uh, they're yeah. really, really good. The ceviche so. is really good. It's when uh, I'm feeling lazy and don't want to cook. What is it? Yeah, it's a cauliflower yeah, ceviche. so good. And yeah. it's just delicious. Yeah. So if someone's going to the farmer's market for the first time, obviously they're going to stop with you, get their mm-hmm. honey. Yes. But then where uh-huh. should they go after that? <gasps> okay. Okay. Dun, dun, I can't live dun. without, it's called crack butter. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I'm serious. Yeah. Okay. But it's from this like peanut butter stand and I, I, I can't go without it. Yeah. I, they probably put crack in it because I have to have it. So makes sense. Yeah. Crack butter. I also get my yogurt from the cashew, but they do like uh, vegan cheeses, but I get, it's a cashew yogurt, but it's great because both of those things come in glass jars. And then when you use it, you bring back the glass jar, they give you a discount and they refill it. So it's oh, like awesome. zero waste. I love it. And then I always get berries to put on the yogurt and then, uh, oh, bread. They always give me free bread. They're so nice. Are you complaining? So, no, <laughs> no, I'm so happy. But I like try to pay them and they're like, no, 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 just take it. I'm yeah. like, but you do this every time. I want to support you too. But they they donate a lot of bread at the end of the day. So they're just looking to get rid of it at some point. Yeah. But yeah, like everything over there is good. Find what you like. And um, yeah, I, I pretty much get the same things every week, like the staples. And then yeah. if I know I'm going to be lazy that week, don't want to cook, grab the vegan empanadas or the vegan ceviche and... They have chips and salsa, literally everything you could ever want. Yeah. They even have fish and meat if you do all that. But uh-huh. um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they even have like a stand where you can get like coffee too, right? It's like free coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the college has been like um, on break though, so they haven't been there the past few weeks. And it's like, uh-huh. <gasps> no free coffee. And like if you don't have time to make coffee in the morning, then yeah. you're just freaking out all day. You're yeah. like, oh, no. They do sell coffee there. So if you if you really wanted to, you can do that. So, yeah. 
Come and visit. Yeah, it's cool. I'd yeah, be happy to see you guys there. Definitely check them out. Support. You guys should all just just bring a big group and come and visit. Yeah. Men- <laughs> mention the podcast that you you know heard over yeah. through the podcast. Mention yeah, exactly. Podcast I'll I'll throw extra. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't say you know I'll, Mike here, Joe. Yeah, no, no, no. If you come and visit me and you say that you heard through the new old friends podcast, I'll give you a lip balm for free. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my lord. Come visit for a free lip balm. Does that go for me and Joe? Because sure, we'll I should have brought you guys lip balms. Huh? <laughs> come visit. I'll give you a lip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looking all fresh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Lips all ready. <laughs> My lip gloss is popping. <laughs> it's a lipstick, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a nude. <laughs> it's a nude. <laughs> cruelty, cruelty free. It looks great. Vegan, long lasting. <laughs> Yeah, so everyone, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in to our podcast. And uh, I'll say it again, there's a ton of podcasts out there. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to us. We love you guys. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode with her homegirl because she is amazing. Yeah, she's a bad Nikki, ass. yeah, she's fucking uh, Oh, you apologize. guys are funny. I apologize for my sickness. No, yeah, I was sick all week too. So we were just going to swap sicknesses today. Just cough. Yeah, everybody's getting sick now. <laughs> I'm glad we kept pushing it back because I think we're both feeling better today. So. Oh, man, if it would have been like Wednesday. When like, we meant to do it. Fuck, I would have been so yeah. fucked up. I think I would have fallen asleep over here. Yeah. Just mid podcast. Yeah. It would have been so bad. Dude, low key, I feel like I had the flu, but I'm Mexican. I didn't go to the doctors. I just took like vitamins and I, I drank a lot of water, it. electrolytes, coconut. You know, and just I slept it through. Up. Yeah, I've been drinking electrolyte like it's <laughs> water. I'm not even joking, dude. I think I spent like fifty dollars in that shit. Oh, it's, like heal me, please. Yeah, and it's yeah. working. Uh, <laughs> that and like a bunch of other medication, but whatever. You know? Yeah, right. I will say it's a little. <laughs> yeah, electrolyte sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Please, please, I need my Give money back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm poor now. Sprite. <laughs> I'm poor now. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Uh, um, thanks, you know, thanks for coming. We really appreciate it. And um, you've always been like, um, I've I've always like gravitated towards you because you've always been like a very genuine person. Um, like I feel, you know, I've said it before, me, Mike, we like people who are the same around anybody we don't care who is around like we gravitate towards people like that and like you've always been that way and that's why i i hold you as like a like an awesome person in my opinion um because of that because like i don't know it's just people you know people try to cool guy people people i know this people all the time you know so you guys can't see me blushing but i am (laughs) you guys are so sweet you guys are both just super awesome and like obviously always liked you 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 helped save me that one day and then you i met you when yeah when you all got stung (laughs) yeah yeah and you were a trooper so yeah yeah, you know you guys are both super awesome and uh yeah i want to go again for sure (laughs) yeah i want to go back so bad we'll get you guys both over there come visit the new the new apartment and new spot uh, yeah no we have the honey house again and yeah yeah, we'll just drink on the 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 patio and yeah yeah grab some more mead i'm excited yeah it's a lot of fun yeah. Thank Everybody's you. welcome. Ooh. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Come eat my chickens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, Nikki, thank you so much. Like you're amazing and I'm I'm so excited uh for you for this year. I know twenty twenty uh I hope it, that it's a triumphant year for you and that uh I don't know, I hope Janet could tell you, Hey Nikki, like this is your thing, like take over, run with it. You're so young and uh, you have a good head on your shoulders and 
I thank you for being an awesome friend to me and Joe. Oh, you're so sweet. Don't make me cry, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking, so don't make me cry. <laughs> You're crying. I'm too sick, okay? I know. <laughs> my eyes are sweaty. Yeah, my eyes are sweaty. <laughs> I don't know how to take all these compliments. I can't take it. <laughs> so sweet. Thank you, guys. You guys are uh, very sweet. Thank you. Yeah, again, ladies and gentlemen, we are New Old Friends Podcast. My name is Mike. My name is Joseph. And I'm Nikki. Thank you for tuning in and have an awesome night or day or whatever. Happy Friday or Monday, Tuesday, yeah, Wednesday. Exactly. Day you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Just happy Wednesday. Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs>